Super Talk Mississippi media production. Did you know Toyota Brookhaven has sold more new vehicles the last two years than any other dealership in southwest Mississippi? Come see why. Exit 40 Brookhaven or online at toyotabrookhaven.com. Great service, great savings. At Toyota Brookhaven, we deliver. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome to Coast View. I hope you're having a great day. As you know by now, this is the show that celebrates the men and women who are working so hard to make Coast of Mississippi such a great place to live work and play. Hey, we have a great show today. I'll give you more about that in just a second, but I just wanted to do something real quick. Um, I wanted to look back on a couple of shows that we've had recently that uh, that were just terrific. I think, you know, it seems to me that every single day we have something inspiring to talk about. I mean, there's just no question about that. And some days, a lot of days, actually, we have two guests who can bring some uh, some wisdom and inspiration to the table around all these different ways to make Coastal Mississippi a better place to live, work, and play. And uh, if you've uh, if you've missed a couple of shows in the past few days, I just wanted to kind of bring your attention to a conversation I had with Jonathan Jones, who's the executive vice president and general manager of Harris Gulf Coast. It was a really good conversation with what I find or what I describe as one of the bright young stars here in coastal Mississippi. Not only is he doing a great job at Harris, but he's a member of the board of the Gulf Coast Business Council. He's involved in other efforts as well. But, you know, it's like so many people here in coastal Mississippi, entrepreneurs, small business owners, you know, big business leaders, they're they're giving back to the community in one way or another that is all designed to help keep the eye on the ball, the opportunities that exist in coastal Mississippi to build a stronger region. Because as I've said so many times, we're the economic you know, engine that drives the state. We're not the only economic engine, but we are the most important economic engine with Ingalls and Chevron on one side and Stennis Space Center on the other. And all that's happening in between with gaming and hospitality and entrepreneurship, it's just incredible. And it's always a, a delight to, to visit with my friend Jonathan Jones because, again, he's a great leader. He's a good good guy and someone I just enjoy spending some time with. Over the course of the last year, I've had the opportunity to get to know a, a missionary by the name of Laurie Jackson. She's actually originally from Florida, but she's lived in Ukraine for 16 years. And how I know her is my cousin's daughter, Michelle Tice, who lives in Alabama, has adopted two young men from uh, from Ukraine. And one of them came from eastern Ukraine, where there had been a war raging long before the most recent uh, attacks started to take place. And uh, Laurie actually was an intermediary on that adoption. And uh, and so it was, as a result of that, Michelle and Laurie became good friends. And when this war started, I reached out to Michelle and asked her to introduce me to Laurie. And she did. And, of course, Laurie now has joined us on Coast View many, many times, kind of giving us a perspective of what it's like to live in a country that's having rolling blackouts because their infrastructure is being destroyed. The way the community is rallying together, the resilience of the people of Ukraine. And I've said said this many times on the show, when you hear my conversations with Laurie, you come to the realization that they are like we are. They love their communities. They love their country. And um, and you know they their their ability to bounce back is really unprecedented. 
you know, the infrastructure gets destroyed and they rebuild it rapidly. They're very, very, very ingenious in the way they approach the their recovery. But 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 Laurie is a is a missionary. She's a terrific person. She's they have a religious and Christian based program. They formed this group of uh, Ukrainians that are helping each other. It's just super, super awesome. Um, I had Paul Gallo on. A re- really unique conversation with Paul Gallo from the Gallo Show here. He's sort of the headliner on Super Talk. And we told about his story and uh, you know his passion for doing what he does and his recent health scare. And if you missed that, I would really encourage you to go back and take a look at it. Just so many incredible conversations. I always enjoy catching up with Fofo Gillish. Had a terrific conversation with the mayor recently about all the new developments in the city, about New Year's resolutions and looking back on 2022. <clears throat> one of the, if I look back over the last month, one of the conversations that really stuck stuck out to me was a conversation I had by the name by, by with a young man by the name of Craig Scott. Now Craig is a Columbine survivor. And the way that I learned about Craig was through a friend of mine. Her name is Romy Hall. Um, I, I was introduced to Craig and invited him to come on the show. What I had discovered is that Craig had done a series of, of speeches here in coastal Mississippi to high school students. And, um, and I wanted to know more about this mission that he was on. Now, look, Craig doesn't even really like to be called a Columbine survivor anymore. But it's the inspiration that came from being a Columbine survivor. His sister, unfortunately, was the very first person killed on that tragic day when 12 students and uh, one teacher was killed. Many more were injured. But at the time, you know, it was the deadliest school massacre in U.S. history. And, you know, there's been a copycat effect that has come from that. And that's what we many have called has been sort of a sad and tragic ripple effect. Well, the ripple effect that that Craig wanted to create was something way more positive than that. He wanted to be uh, to to get involved in 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 schools and with students' lives in a way that would give them some inspiration to take a more positive view toward one another. And and the way that he does it is very very unique. And he's been very successful. He and his family have touched literally millions of students across the United States and really around the world when you think about the social media following and and those things that have really taken place. One of the most important messages that came from my visit with Craig was this. He pointed out that after one of the school shootings in Florida, a lot of work was done in Congress around fortifying schools and security and all those things. And certainly those things are important. But when you think about the number of students that are impacted by school shootings versus the number of students who have issues with depression, um, self-hurt, in some cases suicide, when you think about what they're going through, the number of kids in that category pale in comparison to the number of kids that are, that are actually uh, involved in school shootings. And he said there's just not enough reflection and discussion in America around how to help students come to grips with their surroundings and the pressures that are on them these days. It was an amazing conversation. If you missed it, you can go to Coastview uh, slash uh, uh, Craig Scott and, and, and view that, that, um, that conversation. If you're not on Facebook, you can go to YouTube to find it as well. Well, with all that said, I decided to invite my friend Romy Hall to join me today to talk about where the inspiration for Craig Scott uh, coming to coastal Mississippi came from. She raised a, a tremendous amount of money, and hopefully, the ripple effect from now Romy's efforts will enable schools across Mississippi 
to have access to to Craig Scott and what he wants to teach and what he needs to what students need to hear. Without any further ado, let me just kind of welcome my friend Romy Hall. Hi, how are you? Hi, how you doing, Romy? Great. So, Romy, you and I have known each other for a long time. So, why don't you tell us what you've been up to in your life outside of this effort that we're about to talk about? What's going on in your world these days? Well, I um, I, I taught your son, one of your sons, and uh, 23 years ago. Can you believe that? So, uh, since then, you know, I taught for 11 years, and then I had an art gallery for 12 or 13 years, and then I um, I'm worked at the port of Gulfport and I remarried and I am now a stay-at-home mom of six young men. My youngest is 18, my oldest is 34. I, of course, I know your family well and, and got to know your incredibly gifted son, Joseph, along the way, but you, uh, you've got a lot to be proud of with your family, don't you? Well, you know, everybody has a, a journey and uh, they're all so different. Um, you know, one's going to be a pilot. He's studying to be a pilot. You know, one's a jeweler. One's a, a, he does a handyman work. You know, they have their own business. They're, they're all different. But they have all had uh, struggles, like everybody does. You know, girls are different. I grew up with a sister, so I didn't really know how incredibly difficult boys can be as they're, you know, as um, as they're seen in school, you know, especially because of their they're, they're, they're rambunctious. You know, my kids were not the all of them were not uh, the ones that would stay at the, at the desk and make good grades. Now, Joseph was different, but yet even though he was so different, he ended up in college having more difficulty adapting to the social environment. You know, yeah. so even though Joseph made straight A's and even though he's gift you know he's brilliant he's genius level he and he's an artist you know you would think that he would be a doctor or an attorney or you know something different because mm. we kind of place that value on education and on grades rather than the emotional stability of children and since we came from Panama he was raised in Panama until he was 10 uh, we had a totally different life and so that became that became a problem for him and for my oldest son because they were used to a completely different lifestyle, completely different learning uh, style uh, because we they were part of the Department of Defense schools and they have a different um, mythology. And so when we came to Mississippi, I saw the stark difference of education, treatment of the kids, like even at football or you know anything like that would be... Uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's cool that that despite the challenges, of course, you know, moving into the U.S. was quite a challenge. I know, but uh, they've become good, wonderful young men, and Joseph in particular, who who I got to know incredibly well, is an as you say, gifted gifted writer. I think some of his most incredible days are ahead, and maybe as a writer and an artist, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen with Joseph as he continues to explore his incredible gift. When we come back with Romy Hall, we're gonna we're gonna zero in on Craig Scott and what his contributions to coastal Mississippi and around the world, for that matter, have been. We'll see you after this. Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. 
His love for the coast is why he's here. It's Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. I have my friend Romy Hall with us today, and we're going to talk now about how uh, Craig Scott, a Columbine survivor, uh, how he impacted her, what he learned, what she learned from him and how what he has to teach, what he's learned over all these years since the Columbine massacre, what he's learned about the pressures that kids are under today. It's really incredibly compelling. And uh, he calls it alarming, and he calls it extremely important. You know, you think about suicide and drug use and violence and self-harm, and too many have despair. What he's trying to teach is a positive message. What is it about what... Craig teaches that inspired you? Um, like I said, I taught for 11 years. And um, I one of the first things that I learned, I became a, a pre-K teacher first. So I, you know, that's when you really are teaching kindness. You know, you really are focusing on, you know, the, the pre-K age is not about grades. It's about socialization and through socialization, they learn, you know, you learn songs, you learn to be uh, kind to each other, you learn to stand in line, you, you know, so I started that way. I didn't go to college and learn to be uh, an elementary school teacher or a high school teacher. Um, and then I moved to Panama, and so I was able to teach um, in a bilingual school for some years, and um, I was also at the Department of Defense School's substitute teacher. So I was trained. I was trained very well in how to be a substitute teacher, which brings you into a classroom full of children that are not familiar with you, which can become a, more of a little bit of a problem. Also, because they were military children, they already have issues. We already have, you know, you, you've heard of the military brats. You've heard how, you know, those children are the ones who will have uh, more, uh, you know, they're, they're harder to adapt. They're a little more rambunctious. They're a little more defiant. Uh, you know, they, they just have displacement issues, you know, which really happens. That's really a, a thing. And so we're taught how to um, address those things in a positive manner. When we moved to Mississippi, it was all about the sad faces. I was shocked. I really was because my kids would cry because they got a lot of sad faces. <laughs> you know, um, they were very, I mean, we, for one thing, they were displaced, you know, and um, the Department of Defense schools have a, has a totally different uh, style of teaching the kids where they had robotics. If they were gifted in the mechanical sense, my oldest, uh, Paul, he was in the robotics courses uh, starting in kindergarten. So, you know, he came here He's not good in math writing it down. He's brilliant. You know, he can tell you measurements and he can fit pipes and, you know, he can uh, lay concrete and he knows all of how to do, uh, you know, like uh, apply the math skills, but he cannot take a test. So they knew that in Panama. They knew that at the Department of Defense schools. They did not know that here. He didn't qualify for any of the uh, gifted classes like Joseph did. Joseph, on the other hand, is a writer a mathematician, philosopher, you know, he's gifted in that respect. And my other son, Paul, was gifted in, in, in spatial, um, social, uh, and uh, in other, in mechanical ways. Yeah. Okay. So we, when we moved here, everything was negative in the reinforcement of education. 
which was very shocking to me, which continues. And when I came here, I realized that the difference of what you can do with a child with a positive reinforcement, which they actually had one specialist, uh, Ramsey Labatt, who now has uh, a little place in, um, in Past Christiane, I believe, who you know helps children with ADHD and, 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 and social issues. Her name is Rimsky Labatt. She, um, she was actually supposed to go to schools and help children that could not be helped with this style of teaching. And, um, and I know personally, I taught first grade. I had a little boy who was very tall. He was very lanky and he was, um, he was a bully. And uh, I had, because I have my sons, I had a little doctor's kid. And it just occurred to me, hey, I'm gonna take this doctor kid and make him the doctor. And overnight, he became the school doctor. It was a little tiny school, you know, this is first grade. I only had like 15 students, you know, but he was a bully to every single kid because he was very, very tall. And his parents were huge, you know, and, and we were in, in Panama, so all the other kids were little. So he instantly became the guy with the band-aids. He instantly became the guy that helped the kids get up from the floor if they fell down. He instantly became a sensation in the kindness. His world changed. He wasn't a bully anymore. And so I know that what Craig is doing with kindness and compassion works. And if we can start it when they're younger, you know, and, and he does elementary school, by the way, that's really, uh, we could actually do probably three elementary schools a day uh, when he comes back. But um, if we can start it there and continue it, we wouldn't have to start at the top and try and save these children. You know, I used to volunteer a lot with the homeless, um, you know, in, in different areas. And um, with CASA, you know, and I see so much pain. And I really feel like if we can reach these children before they're broken, before they become homeless, before they become drug addicts, before they commit suicide, before they uh, cut their themselves, before they're so unhappy with life that they turn to drugs, if we can reach the kids and help them in elementary school, it's going to be so much better. But right there now, <clears throat> doing, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, there. but when he speaks to students, there really is a ripple effect, isn't there? It's an amazing ripple effect. It's incredible. It starts right away. With the elementary school children, they don't hear anything about Columbine. They don't hear anything about Columbine. They don't hear anything about negative, painful situations. It's all about, he actually has a video of these dominoes that he set up, and it's a huge domino. It's very fun for them to watch. Um, and, and he tells them, this is what your one act of kindness can do. And he pushes the thing, the, the little domino, and they all fall down, you know, and then he has something at the end. And he shows them videos of things that Rachel did. One of them is she sat next to a little girl who, um, who had lost her mother um, uh, and they had moved to another school district and they didn't know anything about this little girl. And so she was very, you know, she was alone and it was her first day at school and nobody sat with her and Rachel sat with her. She invited her to her table. She was too shy. So she went and sat with her and all of Rachel's friends went and sat with her too. They changed that little girl's life forever with one yeah. act of kindness. One act of kindness. That's the, that's the power of his, of his presentation. He's gotten rave reviews from across the country, also here in coastal Mississippi. You raised a ton of money 
because people are passionate about getting that positive message into schools. If someone wants to learn, if a school wants to learn, if a parent or a teacher or an administrator wants to learn more about how to get Craig Scott in their school, what should they do? Uh, well, I would love for them to reach out to me. Well, there's these, there's, there's two things. Um, www.craigscott.org is his website. They can do- go to his website and they can enter information on there. Hey, I want this to come to my school. Ricky, you could say, I want to donate $3,500 to St. Patrick's. And I would like for him to go to St. Patrick's and, and, and hear this and for them to hear this message. I have to say that I went to St. Patrick's and they wouldn't accept my gift. I went to many mm-hmm. schools and they wouldn't accept my gift because they hear Columbine High School shooting survivor. And I'm not really sure what they're, they don't even really give me a chance to even present them all the stuff that I presented to you. And you yeah. know, I'm so persistent in putting out this message because I've, mm-hmm. I've seen what it can do. But I can understand coming from, you know, the school's perspective, I can understand how they have so many people selling them things. You know, they have so many programs that they wanted to try. The teachers are overwhelmed with curriculums. Um, They don't feel like it's going to really make a difference. They don't want somebody to just come in and inspire people and then leave. And he does the complete opposite. He inspires. He trains the students with student leadership. He trains the teachers with uh, their purpose of, of teaching and how they can use a curriculum uh, for uh, emotional resilience. He leaves a digital copy that the school can distribute to everyone, students and teachers alike, to use in their clubs or in their classroom uh, To with 20 um, easy prep sessions that deal with everything that kids deal with, racism, suicide, self-harm, self-value. That's his most important uh, message as about self-value. Uh, everything that you can imagine, you're bullying. But yeah. you don't have to even say the word bullying because he's so kind. Yeah. He's focused on being kind. If you're kind, you're not a bully. There, in fact, if you go search him on YouTube, you can see uh, all the major media have covered his efforts, covered his story. Um, he's, uh, he's the real deal. I'm actually going to have the Hancock County administrator, school administrator on next week. And we're going to talk about, you know, the experience in Hancock County. He was the, um, superintendent that, uh, accepted the gift for all of his schools. He was so happy that some other schools didn't accept the gift because it was a gift and we did raise funds, but it was really three major donors. So it is a uh, it is a program that we got a very big discount. Craig actually volunteered half of his time. Half of the time was donated by Craig. Yeah. So, <clears throat> you know, it's not a curriculum. So let's do this because we're out of time. We'll, we're going to continue this conversation. I'll have the Hancock administrator on next week. But you can go to craigscott.org. You can come to Coast View and watch the video conversation I had with him. And or look Romy Hall up on Facebook. No, I'm calling you. Thank thank you, Romy. God bless you. I appreciate what you're doing. Thank you. You bet. Have a great day. We'll see you after this break. Subscribe for free to the Coast View Podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.